KYW News Radio Original Podcasts. This is KYW News Radio In Depth. I'm Matt Leon. The KYW News Radio In Depth team is all about space happenings. We've done multiple podcasts on cool stuff happening away from Earth. We just learned of something else that turned our heads. Looks like a geomagnetic storm is something to pay attention to this coming Thursday. 2020, am I right? Well, we wanted to learn more about what this is all about, so we reached out to Dr. Eric Jensen, professor of astronomy, Swarthmore College. Let's find out what's in store. Let's start with the basics. What is a geomagnetic storm? So a geomagnetic storm has to do with the connection between the Earth and the sun. So the geo in there is Earth, so it's not obvious why the sun is related, but basically the idea is there is basically an explosion on the sun that throws off a bunch of material that hurtles through space, takes days to reach the Earth, and then that can yield a storm, I'm saying storm in quotes, um, of highly charged particles that can interact with Earth's magnetic field, could affect our power grid, could affect satellites. And so it's not a storm like rain, but it's a storm of electrons, basically, charged particles that were spewed out by the sun in one of these uh, explosions in a solar flare. So the reason why we reached out to you is we got uh, an alert that on Thursday, there's going to be a category G3 storm. What does that mean? Yeah, so I don't know all the details of the the different letters and numbers, but what I understand from looking at this a little bit is that sort of a medium-sized storm. So these things happen all the time, small ones, sort of like earthquakes. There's always little earthquakes going on. You don't really notice them unless they're big. This will be sort of a modest-sized one. And I think part of the reason it made the news is that the sun goes through cycles. Some years it's very active and some years it's not, and we've been in a very quiet period. So for the last several years, the sun has been uh, in what's called a solar minimum. Hardly any sunspots, hardly any of these solar flares, and we're just starting to come out of it. And so I think it's the first one we've had in a while, and so it's caught people's attention a bit more. What could happen with one of these? I mean, it's something that the government tracks. So there's obviously concern in the abstract about uh, what the, the wrong storm of, the, of a lot of strength could do. What, what are some things that could happen, not specifically with this one, but just in general? Sure. Different things that can happen that people worry about is that you, you have what's basically, uh, you know, each of these electrons are the same thing that's flowing through the wires in your house that gives us the electric power that we rely on for our lights and, and you know, household appliances and so on. So it's sort of like a big electric current flowing through space. And so that, when it reaches the Earth, um, has the potential to have an effect on satellites. It could knock out a satellite, wouldn't literally knock it down. That's not, it's not something that could push on it, but could fry some of the circuits on it. Um, it has a potential to interact with the power grid. So in the, I don't know, 1980s, late 1980s, there was a big geomagnetic storm like this that blew up some transformers and knocked out a big chunk of the power grid on the East Coast for a little while. Um, this one's probably too small to do anything like that, but that's the reason people pay attention 
to these things uh, and, and try to, to track them. On a more positive side, one effect that it can have is that these particles get funneled by the Earth's magnetic field and come into the atmosphere um, because they're following along the magnetic field. They come into the atmosphere towards the north, towards the south pole, and it's what causes the northern lights or the southern lights if you're in the southern hemisphere. So one thing that goes along with these, um, these storms is much brighter northern lights or what, what's called aurora borealis. So there's a potential for people a little farther south than would normally be able to see them to see nice displays of the, of the northern lights. Um, here in Philadelphia, our skies are probably too bright for that, but if you're out somewhere dark uh, and you look up on Thursday evening um, towards the north, there'd be a chance to see, um, to see some northern lights. Are these storms, is this something that eventually, when I say eventually, I'm talking over a thousand years or so, that there will be one that will do significant damage to the earth, whether it's power grid or satellite stuff like that? Yeah, certainly you get, um, you get a range of them in size over time and sort of like earthquakes, you can't predict when the big one is going to come, you know? So, so as I was saying, there's this 11 year cycle that the sun goes through. So you could say, well, it's more likely these years, it's less likely these years, but you can't really tell when you're going to get a really big one. What I don't know is, you know, so I mentioned this one that knocked out part of the power grid in the 80s. What I don't know is how well we can protect against it. You know, so to what extent there are improvements that have been made um, since then. You know, I don't think our grid has changed substantially since the since the 80s. So it's not guaranteed that a big one could happen, but it's always it's always a possibility that something significant could affect us. And just circling back from what you look at it, this one on Thursday, not something to lose sleep, even though it's 2020. And this sounds like the first scene of the movie that ends with us foraging for food in the forest. We're cool. Just the thing, wouldn't it? No, I don't think we're in too much trouble from this one. And uh, yeah, I think it's okay to, to go to bed and you can sleep at night on Thursday and not, not worry too much about it. That's it for this episode of KYW News Radio In-Depth. You can listen and subscribe to the podcast on the Radio.com app or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. I'm Matt Leon, and we'll have another episode out soon. 